This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, January 27, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. When your privacy is violated by police, the least they can do is tell you that they're violating your privacy. Police in New York are hoping that some new technology will allow them to simply skip the step of telling you that they're searching your body. Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, comments. A new technology has come forth in the news called terahertz imaging detection. It's parallel to many others we've seen, including the strip search machines at the airport. The idea is that waves at the high end of the infrared band, electromagnetic spectrum, would be beamed from a device, and the reflection from that device could reveal what's underneath people's clothing. Applications include, according to NYPD Commissioner Ray Kelly, specific events or shooting-prone locations where you might be able to turn up people carrying guns or bombs. Public safety would be benefited by this device. That's the idea anyway. Right. And But you, you can easily see how this would uh, – a kind of device people would want to use at mass gathering events like uh, the Super Bowl or uh, any large demonstrations in public. Well, we're getting some experience with these kinds of devices now because a variety of, of form factors have, have come out, including, like I said, the, the TSA strip search machines. How is this? How is this different? How is this like a pat down? I think is a good way to think about it. The the simple un, unthought through answer is it's it's pretty much like a pat down without the inconvenience and, and discomfort of the actual pat down. So maybe that's an advantage, but it's not necessarily an advantage because in a pat down, notice is given to the subject inherently. It's native to being patted down that you're being informed of the fact that this is happening. When it's used in a public place perhaps by you know on people who are just passing by they aren't aware that that they're being examined this way they aren't aware and so they can't respond uh, they can't do anything to protect themselves against unwanted intrusions uh, they can't complain if law enforcement is doing this wrongly so it's it's naturally uh, a relatively poor, going to be a poorly overseen uh, technology unless there is real real stringent rules around it and, and some kind of method for ensuring that it's not abused. And police are likely only to be concerned about this if it raises issues in court. They're not going to be that concerned if one or two people complain out of uh, some large gathering. Well, they could do it without anybody knowing about it is what it really comes down to is that, uh, that they can use it entirely surreptitiously. So it's not a pat down, which is the opposite of surreptitious. It can be used surreptitiously. Will the machines be tuned to only uh, reveal potential objects, foreign objects, or will they, like the TSA machines originally were, reveal breasts and buttocks and crotches and things like that? Uh, the Transportation Security Administration, quite late in the process, figured out that they could uh, tune their machines to only show objects that were on the body, a bare outline of a body, and then the actual object, so that can be investigated with the strip search machines. Unless there's some good advanced planning, these machines will be like the original TSA strip search machines and they'll be used by law enforcement perhaps claiming to look for um, guns and bombs to ogle women. Let's be frank about it. A technology of this type is not meant to uh, find people who are suspicious and follow up on them. It's just to get a big group of people together and find the ones that they think are suspicious. Right. Think of – Think of it as a general warrant. That is, anyone who comes into this location, and that was the real flaw in Commissioner Kelly's casual statement of use case. 
You could use it at a specific event. You could use it as a, at a shooting-prone location. Neither of those things are probable cause to investigate a person. So they're going to be doing surreptitious strip searching of people without their knowledge, without having the individualized suspicion that the Fourth Amendment calls for. So here we have a technology that it's, it's exciting, it's new. Uh, the vendor undoubtedly has some good money to make off of uh, local, state, and federal officials who are willing to buy it. But it really needs to be thought through before put into application. There are potential applications. The ones that make sense to me are overseas where a military installation might have people approaching that do have guns or bombs. The likelihood of that kind of thing happening is quite a bit higher in, in that kind of situation. And the constitutional rights of, of people overseas around a military installation are quite a bit different than they are uh, at sporting events and on the street or at a shopping mall in the United States. So there might be applications for this technology, but it's not the streets of New York City uh, and it's not the basketball game. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.